0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey hey, waffle gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too? Get cheeky so-and-so. Now let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. And I'm going to have to stop before we get started because I noticed it's got a Canadian city in it where I always get called out on the pronunciation of it. I was checking out a YouTube video and they were calling out people dropping the second T is the right way about it. Some people say not not. You can say Toronto or you can say Toronto. But for the purpose of this story, I'm going to go for Toronto. I apologize if you don't like it. <laughs> anyway, yes, I know the title sounds awful, but please do hear me out before making a judgment will accept whatever judgment i'm given i 30 male purchased a three-bedroom condo in toronto canada five years ago when i was in my second year of medical residency soon after the purchase i rented one of the rooms to my roommate female 29 to offset the cost of the mortgage i live in one room she lives in the second and the third is my study slash office she's been a great roommate from the beginning we aren't necessarily friends as in we don't do things together for fun but we get along exceptionally well the entire roommate slash tenant relationship has gone swimmingly up until recently a couple of weeks ago my roommate broke the news to me that she is pregnant the father was a fling of hers who does not want to do anything with the child my roommate has decided she wants to keep the child anyways and raise it on her own to me that seems like a huge challenge and i admire her for it the issue is while i don't necessarily dislike children have no desire to live with a baby while the condo is a fair size i will most definitely be woken up by babies crying at night my condo is also where i like to come home to and relax like a haven after a long day work after a long work day and the idea of coming home to a baby honestly seems absolutely chaotic especially since this isn't my own child i.e one that my girlfriend and i decided to have slash was mentally prepared for as difficult as it was for me to do this I told her essentially what I've written here and that it would be best if she finds somewhere else to live. I'm not rushing her out or anything like that and I have given her six months notice since any later than that will come too close to the birth. She was honestly quite taken aback by this and thought that I was being cruel. Her primary concern is that rent has gone up substantially in the city since she signed on with me. I haven't increased her rent since she moved in so she's essentially paying 2015 rent. She works as a waitress and will likely need to find a lesser apartment to keep within the same budget. A couple of other considerations are that she was out of work while restaurants were closed, but I did waive her rent for that period. All of the furniture is also mine, aside from her bedroom, so she would need to figure out something on that front as well, aside from all the child expenses. I understand her position and I feel horrible about the situation, but I honestly can't do it. Am I the asshole for this? And there's a lot of comments that's covering the edits and the updates as well. So we may do those comments after that, but we're going to go straight to the edit first, which says, thank you to everyone who's commented. There have been two great suggestions on how I can make this situation better, which I've taken to heart. I haven't been able to give life much thought lately as work has been quite busy. Firstly, I have a friend in real estate, and I'm going to see if they can try and help her find some affordable listings. Secondly, as I don't plan to take on another tenant after her, and can afford to do this anyway. I've decided I'm going to waive her rent for the remainder of the tenancy. This will hopefully give her a bit of a boost to get on her feet. Edit two, I'm just checking on this for the first time today, and my God, I was not expecting anywhere near this many replies. Thank you to everyone who's commented. I'm about to head into surgery, but I will do my best to get back to as many people as I can later today. Edit three slash update. I'm honestly overwhelmed by the amount of attention this has gotten. Thank you everyone that commented, regardless of your opinion. I was planning to reply to as many posts as possible, but honestly seeing as there are over 2000 comments, I think I'll just have to address some common questions here. I have also an update on the situation and I wish that everyone that's commented so far could receive notification to read it. So firstly, to anyone asking about the legality of the matter, I consulted an attorney to be 1000% sure and this is perfectly legal. Since I live in the unit, the eviction laws are much more lenient. Secondly, to anyone that said I should allow her to live with me anyway, I challenge you to consider what the alternative would be. If this doesn't happen now, then when? Her baby will become a toddler, and a toddler will eventually become a school-aged child. Will it really be any better to do this later on? Or do you suggest that I let her raise the child here until they are 18? Finally, the update. When I came home from work today, I told her that I wanted to discuss the overall situation. Before I even began, she actually apologized to me for how she spoke to me and for expecting that it would be okay for her to raise her child here. I told her that her apology is totally unnecessary, as her reaction was completely understandable considering the uncertainty of her future. I then told her that what I told all of you, that I would waive her rent for the remainder of her stay to help her get on her feet. She pushed back on this at first, but after I urged her to think of her child, she graciously accepted. Aside from this, I told her about my friend who could help her out with finding some affordable listings in the area. I thought I might be overstepping there, but she was actually extremely thankful and said she would take me up on that. Finally, I want to thank Fruity, another user, for probably the best advice that I've read. I'm sure there are many more people that I should be thanking, but honestly, I don't think I'll be able to read everything here. This was that I could help her obtain a more reliable work position at my hospital. Nothing fancy as she doesn't have any schooling, but it will be much more secure than waitressing, and once you're in, there's always ways to work your way up. There would be benefits and maternity leave, and I don't think restaurants usually offer. This was probably my biggest risk of overstepping, but when I mentioned the idea, to her she was actually over the moon tears were shed i do agree that i acted in self-interest here so i think it's the least i can do to make sure this to-be mother and her child have some sense of security in their lives thank you again to everyone bloody hell it's almost got me in tears on this one i think it's just you know that the act of kindness that you see in some of these stories is just absolutely overwhelming sometimes especially when you know a lot of the stories there's always absolute chaos going on to see people just being kind to one another is is refreshing and a lot of the comments on the initial post was like either a no one's an arsehole here or a not the arsehole and i personally couldn't have called op an arsehole in this situation it was a not the arsehole from me because i think in op's position you know i agree with what they were saying at what point was the right point to do this i think op gave them plenty of an opportunity like six months to get them on their feet They was letting them save their rent to get back on their feet and i think they've just supported them in the best way that they can i think it could have been a potentially different story if op handled things in a different way and said like oh no i want you out of the house immediately you need to get gone but then all sorts of other legal stuff would come into play and everything like that but i'm glad the way the story did turn out like it did what do you guys make of this situation nice to see something nice once in a while right Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story, we're going over to the malicious compliance subreddit from nilanute4283. They must be my leaves on my curb. As you wish. That's got a picture at the end. Sorry, podcast users. The leaf collection company for my neighborhood has absurdly strict rules about where leaves must be for pickup. I live at the end of a cul-de-sac, so my curb is curved and pretty short, about 30 feet slash 9 meters long. My property is wedge-shaped, so my backyard is quite long, 200 feet slash 60 meters, and has 40 to 50 oak trees. I also have two sugar maples in my front yard, so leaves, lots of leaves. Pickup rules state leaves must be within 5 feet of the curb, but on the road. They must also be at least 15 feet from a mailbox. Because subscriptions for leaf pickup are by individual homeowner and neighbors and are not allowed to combine leaves and cannot buy a group subscription. Subscribers must only put their leaves from their current year out for pickup. Pickup trucks use GPS to identify homes who have signed up and ignore leaves in front of homes that did not sign up. Because I have so many leaves and so little curb only 15 feet of available curb due to the required distance from a mailbox, I called the leaf collection company and asked to put the leaves along a longer curb I share with my neighbor. No problem, they said. Great. The truck came through and picked up a fraction of the pile and left the rest of the pile the driver decided was in front of my neighbor's property. I called the company back and a different person said, those are the rules. I'll just have to figure it out. Fine. Now it's on have 15 feet of width and 5 feet of depth. There is, however, no limit on height. I moved the remaining leaves to my available curb space. I collected the rest of my leaves and added them to the pile. I spoke with my neighbors and acquired the rights to their leaves by paying them $1 each. Now they are all my leaves. I shoveled slash swept the leaves off of the streets. They went on the pile. I collected the purchased leaves from the neighbors. They went on the pile. Leaves continued to fall, so I kept adding them. It was a lot of work, but the pile was over 12 feet tall. I spent a ton of time using a snow shovel to fling the leaves on top of the pile that was more than 5 feet above my head. Neighborhood residents stopped to gape at the epic leaf mound. I am happy to battle willful ignorance with malicious compliance. I reminded myself of this every time I spent another hour tending to the obscenity on my curb. The truck came today. The pile... Dwarf the truck. Had to drive away and dump leaves, then come back and reload. Twice. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. edit not surprisingly many want to see the pile so i did this alone i didn't have a way to take a picture of myself in front of the pile attempts failed i also don't want to show too much of the house for fear the company would single me out for denial of future services apparently however my son took a picture when he got off the bus the first day when the pile was about 10 feet he's six foot one and here's the pictures it's the first time i've ever heard of like a a leaf collection service Maybe that's just my ignorance and we got something like that in the UK as well, but that is an absolutely epic mound of leaves and just makes me want to dive headfirst straight into it. God, I'm such a child. (laughs) What do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's have another story, shall we? And now we're going to head over to the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from Regret 3727 who says, am I the arsehole for using a spray bottle to keep my wife and kids out of my office while I'm in a meeting? I have two sons, three and five. My wife is a stay-at-home mom. I work from home three days a week. It's good because I can help out with the kids and give my wife a break. I leave the door to my office open 80% of the time. I've explained to my wife multiple times that when my door is shut, I'm in a meeting and I cannot help and I need her to not interrupt me. She keeps opening the door to see if I need anything or let the kids in to see me, or to take out the garbage. I wait until after my meeting and then I tell her again that if my door is closed, I need her to leave me alone and keep the kids away from me. She just can't keep it in her head. I told her that I was going to get a lock for the office if she could not understand what it meant when the door is closed. She said I was being mean to her and treating her like a child and that I did not need to lock her out of the office. I have plants in my office that I take care of so I have a spray bottle that I keep for misting them. So last week I was in a meeting and she came in again to see if I needed anything from the store because she was going grocery shopping with her mum. I asked her politely to close the door because I was in a meeting. She said sorry and closed the door. My meeting had just finished and she opened the door again so I sprayed her she shut the door (laughs) then she called me an asshole for treating her like a misbehaving animal i asked her if she understood what it meant when my door was closed she shut up and left with her mum. so before i get dogpiled i will clear some stuff up i work 40 hours a week i might have my door closed for eight of those so on the weekends we take care of everything together monday through friday there are only eight hours where i need to be left alone my children know better than to open the door when it is closed but she just does not get it. So, now I'm at the point where I've given her a choice. I can start spraying her on camera during my meetings, I can get a lock for my door, or I can just go into work in town every day. If I do the last one, it means she is stuck in the house all day with the kids because we only have the one car. I am at my wit's end and I feel like an asshole for treating her this way, but I do not want to get fired or forced to work at the workplace because I cannot have meetings when I work from home. Edit, sorry my math sucks. It might be more than 20% because I only work 24 hours at home. So it's more like 33%. Now, usually I come into situations like this and I I sort of say that, you know, you you need to have a proper sit down, set up those boundaries and have a proper conversation. But it sounds like you have said it time and time again, and you're getting absolutely nowhere with it. I sort of worry that if you put a lock on the door, all that's going to happen is you're going to get banging on the door during your meetings. And I find that even more frustrating, really. And the thing is with this is that I've heard of people, I've read stories where people have lost their working from home privileges, if you like, because they're being disrupted time and time again whilst at home because they have kids, etc. And it sounds like to me you're doing your best to be using your working from home advantages to be able to support your wife at the same time. So I don't really think you're asking for much here and I'm finding it frustrating myself reading this. And I honestly don't feel like spraying someone is going to be the best way forward either. Get a big neon sign and stick it on the door when it's closed and say, do not open. Dazzling Point says, I was always set to say you're the arsehole based on the title, but not the arsehole. You have told her over and over again not to bother you if your door is closed. That's not a hard thing to remember. She needs to start being a better partner. How about a sign you can put on the door? A neon one. Ellie reads romance, says not the arsehole, I am a wife and I'm annoyed on your behalf. So trust me when I say, keep spraying her. Obviously, verbal communication isn't working, so she needs the missed reminder. Scorchy song says not the arsehole, get that lock. Your wife should be able to respect that when the door is closed, you're having a work meeting and need privacy. Your children understand the concept better than she does. The spraying wasn't your first action. It was the result of her continued interruptions. If she has concerns, she needs to say so in a mature way. Or at the very, very least, knock instead of poking her head in. Revnami says, not the asshole. I'm a wife, mother, and 40-hour-per-week hybrid worker. Reading this made my blood boil. Working from home is a privilege which can benefit every member of the house if done properly. She's taking it for granted and about to ruin it for everyone. Ending college grad replies to that one saying, it's interesting to me how many partners of working from home employees act like they don't get it is still work no matter the location. And I say act because they choose to not get it. Your last sentence is particularly key. No idea what OP does and etc etc caveats go off. pedantic readers out there. No it isn't everyone blah but a few people I know had their work from home privileges revoked due to their partners not respecting their time in various ways. Everyone has to respect work being work. Also, if I were OP and had to repeat myself to a grown adult over and over again, I'd lose my goddamn mind. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. This story comes from Corners113 who says, Am I the arsehole for refusing to leave the room when my husband told me to? My husband's best friend, female, got the news of a dog's cancer days ago. My husband would call her every day till yesterday when she visited. I opened the door for her, greeted her, then led her to the living room and went into the kitchen to get a glass of water after my husband asked me. I came back and didn't find them in the living room. Turns out they went into the guest room and the door was shut. I heard weeping sobbing sounds coming from inside. I knocked, then got in and found them embracing each other crying. I stood by the door, but my husband paused and told me to give them a moment. I gotta say that i did not feel comfortable with his request so i remained standing he got up and started repeatedly telling me to get out i told him it's my house and he can't tell me where i can and cannot stay he got angry and told me to get out and we'll talk later but i refused he asked what was wrong with me for not seeing how tense the situation was and for not giving them privacy i told him that they did not need to shut the door for any reason no matter what it was we argued and she ended up leaving He blew up at me afterwards, calling me unbelievable and saying I had no respect for him and his friend who's going through a hard time and refusing to give them privacy. I told him how weird it was for them to shut the door just because they were crying. He told me that I was petty and overbearing to act like this in front of her and stopping him from showing proper support. Now he's completely gone radio silent and is acting like I kicked her out or treated her poorly. Some context, one, Ages of those involved are 26 female, 28 female, and 31 male. Two, she's been his best friend slash sister for like over 8 plus years. Three, she tends to be very emotional and highly sensitive. Four, we do not get along because she tends to be a boundary stomper and does and says things that make me feel like I don't know my husband as much as she does. She also compares us as well. Five, initially I did not want her to come to the house, but my husband called her and told her to come since... He didn't see her after the news was received till yesterday. And we're going to start off with DW who says, Not the asshole. this is going against the grain I see, but if a spouse shuts the door so they can embrace another person in secret, that is suspicious as hell in my opinion. If you don't think you are hiding something and it is an innocent hug, then leave the door open and hug your friend publicly. Moonglade Ladybug says, No matter how sad I was, I would not go to my friend's house and cry on his shoulder in a private room while shutting his wife out. I don't think you were wrong for feeling weird OP. Your husband can continue to be a good friend but it doesn't have to be at your expense not the asshole, and this may be downvoted but honestly your husband is sus Valerand says not the arsehole supporting a friend is fine he did that every day when he called her a friend boundary got demolished when she showed up at your house wanting to cry in his arms in private so they could have that private intimate moment of him consoling her as she wept in his arms that is more than him being her friend supporting her He could have done that in the living room and you could have been involved in that support. If she was just a friend and he was being just a friend, supporting a friend, consoling them, doesn't require privacy or intimacy. Maybe a walrus says, just a reminder you're his partner, not his mum. You're the asshole. It's your husband's house too and he's entitled to some privacy. Also, I don't understand the logic here. Let's say he really intended to sleep with her and you just stayed in the doorframe so he doesn't. And you go out with your day like all is good. Like as, he wants to cheat on you, but as long as you can prevent him from doing it, it's all good. Girls, if your man wants to cheat on you, let him unpack your bags. Don't hover in his life so you can prevent it every step of the way. It doesn't make any sense. MM172 says you're the asshole. If he hadn't shut the door, you'd still clearly have stood in the doorway glaring at them because apparently context means nothing to you. Are you even married to him if you think him comforting a friend over a dying pet is just a pretext for cheating? Both of the you're the arsehole and not the arsehole verdicts were getting upvoted equally. But what do you guys make of this situation? Do you think a husband was overstepping boundaries here? Do you think OP overstepped boundaries too? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love Wake up, get up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs. Brush my teeth up my face. Don't mind, on, start my day Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon Let's go, see the sunshine shining from the windows. Okay, I know that today'll be a good day.